Everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, I got a job for me. Meet me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. I'm Beef Steak Charlie. Beef Steak Chuck's been telling me about restaurant school. Uncle Charlie, everything we learned in school you shouldn't do and couldn't do, you do. I've always believed in giving people a lot for a little. No one beeps about the check at Beef Steak Charlie. And on Mondays through Fridays for just $9.99, get all the barbecued ribs and chicken you can eat. At Beef Steak Charlie's, we won't stop giving until you say, Uncle. Ah, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani with Mr. Bistro himself, David Cohen. Mr. Bistro, that's a new one. How do you like that? Well, they all are new. Uh, I hope everyone's got to be new. I have to come up with a new name every show. Yeah, that's true. Although, that th- I guess it's a, it's a new theme for the show for us, I think, right? What is? Well... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. We're doing a show. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We are doing a show. Yes, it is a new theme because we are talking about and interested in, as we look through time here, I don't know, as you drive through your hometown, uh, I know your hometown is Brooklyn, but you know, you ever take a trip out to the island, do you ever see the differences on, let's just say, Main Street, USA, compared to in the 1960s and 70s? Like, Huge, huge differences, no? In rest, in the types of restaurants? Well, in restaurants, anything in general. I mean, these towns evolve sure. and change. There are a few things yeah. that stay exactly the same. There are restaurants that I remember. I was just going through a uh, like a Huntington site from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. You look at stuff. There are restaurants that you have definitely forgotten that were kind of novelty restaurants that were a big hit in the 70s, 80s, and even 60s. Do you, do you feel I like remember, like, like the, remember the old Howard Johnson's restaurant? restaurants yes that kind of thing now did you go to howard johnson's with your family all the time ah and they're gone i know used to travel wherever you would go there'd be a howard johnson's at the rest stops and stuff right all over the place they would then you used to get the fried clams they used to be so good that was a big hit well that's what our show is about to try to just let's take a look back and i just i just i've gone through some of these and i don't have uh you know a clear layout here of what is we're gonna go but i'm just gonna throw out some restaurants and see if it rings a bell to anyone out there okay um and one of them let's just start with beef 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 steak charlie's i remember as a kid that that was in the mall i know exactly where it was you go in and they had all you can eat shrimp although you had to peel it yourself if you remember but they would boil or broil, whatever they did, the shrimp. But they were on the table as many as you wanted. And sangria was huge. And you have all-you-can-drink sangria. So that was like date of dates. If you took someone to Beefsteak Charlie's, you knew you were you were not spending a lot and you were getting a lot for your money. Yes or no? Do you, I remember that. Do, is that a national or was that a national chain? Or is that more of a Northeast? I think it was national because they did those commercials. Okay. Uh, at right, least regional, true. but I'm pretty sure it was national. Now, what happens to a place like that? I guess, I guess it's just you can't be giving shrimp away anymore. I mean, it's it's crazy. I went out last night to a a bar and grill by us. I got coconut shrimp, five of them, thirteen bucks. So you're not giving away shrimp for free anymore. I mean, I know you had a no, you know, but right. I mean, like it's just right. it's even. It's, 
the even the free sang no, it wasn't free sangria, but it was like pay like a price. Endless pitcher or something drinking. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we I, I I think now a glass of wine in Long Island is like anywhere between eight and ten bucks just for a glass of wine. So you're not that, having that's good. I'm I'm yeah. living in New York City and it's uh, believing 15. it's more than that. And then they ask you, it kills me these days. Do you want six ounces or eight or something like that? Like what? Like you're asking for the me? for what for the wine? Oh, you haven't seen this thing now. Now it's no. one price for a six ounce glass and another price for an eight ounce glass of wine. Oh, yeah, come on. It's really really over the top. So, so now, uh, now they're coming out with like uh, small, medium, and larges, right? For, for, <laughs> for alcoholic beverages, nice. Yeah, it's a little. It's a, honestly, it's a little much because you know whatever. I mean, because they're making tons on the alcohol, and then they got to go like sure. this. It's too much. Anyway, so that's why I harken back to those days, man. The sangria and all that was a, was a kick. How about? I don't know about you. Do you remember? I mean, Mexican food is huge, of course. Now I'm talking about the 70s, 1979, something like that. Do you remember the Chi Cheese that opened up down the block from me and, and on Route 110 in Huntington? The name sounds familiar. All right, let's yeah. just see if this rings a bell. Come to the fun and flavor of Mexico. You like this? Chi Cheese serves more good food, more good times, to more good people. Come to America's incredible Mexican wish I'd gone there. But it was like a fascination. It was really so cool because we never had Mexican, really. There was no Taco Bell, by the way, I don't think. And if so, it was not popular. So the first taste of Mexican was this restaurant with the, what, you don't remember this, with the white tablecloths? And no, but and... Ta- Taco Bell was around. All right, but it wasn't Because one of our friends in high school used to work there, and she used to tell horror stories about it. <laughs> All right, well, okay, but in my world, it wasn't, and even if so. But, but Chi-Chi's was more of like a sit-down place, right? Yeah. Taco Bell is like takeout. Right, yeah, this was a restaurant. Food. Like, all right, maybe right. that's the best way to say it is, uh, we were aware of it, but it was tacos from Taco Bell. Like, that was it, like Mexican. Like, yeah, exactly, right. We sit, The sit-down Mexican restaurants were not nearly as popular as they no, are today. no. And and so this place was like the first to me to try a chimichanga. Like, what the heck is that? You know, and yeah. all this stuff. It was just so great. We had so much fun. And I can I can almost taste it now as I think about it. They had this this cheese melted over the uh, the, the, the the what do you call it the uh, burrito or the cheese melted over the the chips. You know what do you call it? Yeah, right. The nachos. The nachos. Yeah. It was I, n- I never had that stuff before. It was so cool. So great as a kid. I also remember going to the Ponderosa. You remember this place? The Steakhouse? Yes. What happened yeah. to this place? I'm going to play a little song. I know people don't come to a Ponderosa Steakhouse because I give free refills on coffee and Coca-Cola. Or because of my terrific salad bar. Or even because the price is so right. They come because the steaks are delicious. All USDA inspected and approved sirloins, T-bones, and ribeyes. I know the steak is the real star. I'm only here for atmosphere. Applause, applause for the great steaks at Ponderosa. Now, I know there's a few Ponderosa in the middle of America. I've looked them up. Not many. But back in the day, I remember Ponderosa being... My mother was not a great cooker of steak. How do I say that? (laughs) He was not great at it. So when I went to, to Ponderosa, that steak, when you said medium rare, was medium rare. That was a rarity, number one. Number two, the cut at back in the day was a pretty decent cut. It wasn't, you know, but it was pretty good. And... And you just, you kind of, it was so cool. You would go up, you would order it. You would get all-you-can-eat salad. You get a baked potato, a warm roll with butter, 
Remember this? With yeah. like a sirloin steak, and, and it was like five ninety nine. I mean, my you, my dad. There's no doubt, no wonder why he went. We went there like three times a month. We, we all loved. Do you remember this place? Ah, uh, I remember Ponderosa Steakhouse. I don't. I can't say I ever ate there though. Oh my Honestly. god! We, two. Yeah. Yeah, I have a coupon here. I mean, a, a, a menu here from the seventies. Oh, this really? is crazy. Listen to this for it's a family, right? So you go two T-bones, which are porterhouse dinners, two of them for seven forty-nine. <laughs> no, see, I okay. Listen, don't no, don't talk about prices. I don't want to start sounding. I swore I would never Me ever too. sound like my parents. But how did you get seven forty-nine? Complaining about how expensive, how cheap things were, and I'm not going there with you, Doug. No. All right, no. let me ask you this. Where's it was Le- not less money back then. It was re- it was all relative. All it was right. just as expensive back then as it is today. I get you. How about this? Do you go to a place where you get all-you-can-eat salad anymore? I'm not sure I want to go to a place. <laughs> <laughs> Last place was like a Ruby Tuesdays we used to do that. Those salad bars. <laughs> uh, no, no thanks. You, didn't, you don't think the sneeze guard was is sufficient to... Uh... The sneeze guard is not sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> I get a kick out of that stuff. I really do. I, I just remember those places and... and uh, I don't know. I, I remember another place called Lums. Remember this Lums, another place? Oh, that sounds familiar. What what was it? Lums would make, and I think I have it later on, but I want to preview it. Lums would make hot dogs, and they would boil them in beer. The whole neighborhood, <laughs> all the kids, it was like wildfire. I went to Douglas Blom would go to, to, to uh, with his dad, with his family, to, to Lums all the time. And it asked, what would you, have? I got the hot dog. You got the hot dog boiled in beer? Yeah. Did it taste like beer? Like, you know, you're eight, you're 10. <laughs> like, what do you mean it was boiled in beer? What, you thought you would get, get drunk on a hot dog or something. It's just right, like, right. It's the greatest. But all the novelty restaurants, I don't know if they exist. Are you aware? I don't, I have a bunch coming up, but are you aware of any novelty restaurants now? I mean, it used to be like, what was the one with all the, the, Animals, the rainforest, or something, or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, I think that's. I think that's still a thing. The rainforest cafe. Is that what? Okay, you might have one in the city. There's, there's, there used to be ton, uh, three or four out here. There's no more. They don't exist. Or maybe it could have gone under for all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff like that. I like the ambiance. I like all those novelties. You know, especially we're all going out to eat now. I guess you don't need the novelties to bring people in anymore. It's all gourmet stuff. Yeah, maybe you know? not. So. Uh, maybe not. There were a few in the city that. Were novelty restaurants, and honestly, I, I don't know if they still exist. Yeah. I mean, you know, also we're talking pre and post pandemic here, right, so right. you know, a lot of them failed because of that. But but yeah, sure. Well, let's come back and take a look and see a wine and cheese place is what they're all about. We'll be back. We're listening to the old is new again. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. One of the reasons for its success, it was the first chain to offer a kid's meal. There's more to like at Burger Chef. You're incredibly better. <laughs> Count Fangburger. Fangs a lot. <laughs> I'm happy. What you going to get at Burger Chef? Delicious food in a happy place. Incredible. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> That's a stretch. Douglas Viviani, uh, David Cohen here. Everything else new again. Talking about Burger Chef there for a moment. They believe it or not, don't exist anymore. They were the first ones to present to the world a Happy Meal. How about that? Really? Yeah, first one for a kids Happy Meal. 
They're gone. Wow. We're talking about all these restaurants that are gone, all these, not necessarily restaurants, but, you know, places that we used to go and enjoy, novelty restaurants and things that don't exist anymore. Do you remember the fascination, and they don't exist, with wine and cheese places? Back in the oh, mid- those are big in the seventies and eighties, right? Yeah, they were, what, they were wine and cheese places. What a great place for a date! You remember that? I mean, that was something. Yes. You were, you were, you were, you made it when you walked into wine and cheese, man. Remember drinking? <laughs> drinking drinking age was eighteen, right? So we would go in. I got a call one day from this, you know, the young lady. Oh, the famous young lady. I got the got the call. We're in she college. called you. She called me. It was a little little different time period now. Now we're I'm in senior in college. She's junior. It was it was winter break, like February ish. I haven't talked to her too much here and there. Get talk. Hey, uh, I have some great news. Can we get together during the break? So I'm all hopped up, man. Wow, I haven't seen her in a while. I don't really tell her about you know dating in college, and, and I don't want to know about her dating stuff. Like we're sort of friends and I'm thinking to myself well you know I don't want to do this long distance thing but eventually when school's over maybe we can I could continue to to pursue meanwhile so maybe you're laying a little groundwork here yeah I'm laying low and she's got great news she wants to call me and tell me great news maybe she's been thinking about it or whatever so I think right, let's let's go (laughs) hope springs eternal I'm yes, all hopped up. This is it, man. It's the winter time. <laughs> I get what to... other news could it be other than she's in love with you and couldn't wait to tell you? Exactly. I got the check. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've been platonic for quite a while at this point. So anyway, so I put my uh, jacket on. I'm wearing a sports coat. I'm going to take Ooh. it to Tiffany's, the wine and cheese place. The preeminent wine and cheese place where we grew up, Tiffany's. Yes. Yes. You used to go in there and you'd have the Rosie games. O'Donnell used to go there also. I don't know how you know that, but that's true. I do, though. I do know that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> You'd go in. There'd be Yahtzee there if you wanted to play Yahtzee. There'd be chess yeah, and checkers. Yeah, they have board games. Right? Yeah, right. have all that. All the board games, the chess and checkers. Whatever you want to do. You have Pictionary. You could do Pictionary. So, you know, in case you have nothing to talk about, you, you play a game. So, like, it's sure. perfect, you know. So, all right, I'm gonna get, this is good. And, you know, you don't know a lot about wine. So we get, I pick her up, you know. And I, I'm kind she of didn't excited. show up there with a date, did she? No, no. She's, <laughs> okay. she's dressed up beautiful to the to the T. Like, back in the day, we dressed too, man. We didn't go to, like, things with, like, a T-shirt. Like, you know, today you go see people in a restaurant with a T-shirt. and a, You know what I mean? Like, with a yeah. waiter. And they'd say, well, sure. You know, though this true. is, you know, we're, we're dressed up. Like, I, I don't wear a tie, but I'm wearing a sports coat. You know, and Coutrement, hmm. she's wearing a nice dress. I'm like, oh, she got dressed. Wow. Up. Okay. This is okay. So let's go. Date. This is a date. She's got news to tell me. She's got news. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so I'm gonna let her do her own thing. I'm not even gonna ask her about it. Let her tell me in her own time, right? And I'm in a great mood. So I go in and we sit down, and they have, if you remember, they had the walls. Like, you would sit and like you were in a, like a sort of a booth kind of anywhere you went almost like a like a cubicle almost right right so you had total privacy like you know you could it was not you were next to somebody but you couldn't hear them That's whatever true. you so that right. was cool and then they put this fondue thing you know in front of you and they give you the menu and you, this of course this part of the cheese would be fondue or you get cheese boards you know so i, I chop up that was you, great so i ordered a cheese board get the peanuts going and all that stuff and and, and part of that also is you've got like you know the omnipresent guitar player Right. Oh, right. There's always a guy yeah. playing the guitar. It was live, right? Was there was live. somebody actually playing the guitar there. The greatest part about that, the greatest part about that, is that we had the cubby to sit in. She couldn't look. The wandering eye could not look anywhere because <laughs> there were walls everywhere. Right. 
She had a look at you or a wall. Correct. Right? So I knew she she liked that music. I, she heard the music. The eyes widened, widened up, you know. And I go, good. You like the music? Yeah, all right. It's great. He, I'm thinking about it. It's great. He's way over there. She's not looking at this guy. She, she, so she can't even see the guitar player in case that she's was She's not risk. falling for this guy, no matter what. Because that's my luck, right? Because I can't play the guitar. Of course, no, of course she would go for the guy. But she's got news. She's got great news for me. So in a grand time, we order the uh, pizza fondue which has got tomato sauce and mozzarella, and you dip the cheese in. We're having a fun yeah. time with that. Have you ever had this? No, this is great. What's this all? Hey, what kind of wine do you want? Let's get some red wine with the, with the pizza fondue. So you ordered the late Liam Brini. Liam, what do you call this stuff again? What was it? Um, Rianiti. Remember this? Rianiti Lambrusco. Yes. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like for a kid, that was like great wine. Like that was like probably like Ripple or something. I don't know. Like it's not really. Yeah. Wasn't top of the line stuff. But we got it. We got the Rianiti. He's playing the Beatles. I got the Beatles going in the background. It's a big hit. What's wrong with this? Right? It's a good picture. Yeah. So we're gonna play uh, Pictionary. So Pictionary has that thing where you, you time everything in the timer. So I reach yeah, over, right, the, you know, right. the wine's on the table, we got the, all this stuff. And we, we're done with the fondue, they take the fondue out, we're playing the game. And I reach over for the timer. And she's got this beautiful white outfit on, this white dress. And we're having a great time, we're talking, we're getting along great. Over goes the, the glass of wine. The Rianuti, Rianiti Lambrusco spills all over her dress. Oh no, who knocked over the wine? I did. I'm going over for the. I gotta play this game. I gotta get. I gotta play this game. We gotta get that timer. So you were just you were gesticulating and you knocked her wine glass over. No, I no, I was leaning over to get the timer to turn the time over to start the match. You know. Okay. I got Mr. Rules. I gotta play by the rules. We gotta have this timer. So I'm. (laughs) You're laughing. I wasn't laughing at the time. I know. So the wine goes all the red wine. I can't be more mod- mortified in my life on the planet. I can't believe this is worse than digging a hole and having somebody oh, sit on God. a blanket. What is wrong and with you? What is wrong with you? Seriously. <laughs> I don't know. Seriously. I don't. Well, I mean, based on everything that had happened between you two up to that point, and you see this glass of red wine, which couldn't be more clear against the white dress that she was wearing, should have been like this. Like 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 Superman with kryptonite. It should be like glowing at you, like warning, warning, warning. Do not <laughs> knock me over. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta play by the rules, Mr. Rules. Okay. So idiot does that. Guess what? She's okay. She laughs. She gets up. She goes to the bathroom, cleans herself off, comes really? back. I pour another glass. She hugs me on. Excuse me. We come back. We hug before she goes to sit down again. Don't worry about what? it. It's to don't worry. It's oh, she every- was she was making you feel better. Yeah, make me feel better. Don't it. worry, man. Don't worry. It'll come out. If it doesn't, it's old. I don't care. It's fine. I'm having a great time. Wow. We're laughing. This could be wow. the night of nights. We are having the greatest time ever. We're joking about stuff. We maybe even joked about the news for all I know. We we were you know the music. That was our high school band. Yes. Yeah. And you know we tried to play the Beatles songs like these guys are playing on right now and you know so it was just. Maybe not have been so good, but we, you know. So she's really, you know, having a great time. Just, I'm thinking, myself, what is this news? And she's in such a great mood. We're getting along. This is like we never left. This is like we're just hitting it on all cylinders. What's this news? 
I'm gonna lay back. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna push. And the night's going on. So now we're playing Pictionary. I get the word. Uh, well, I won't tell you the word. I, I can I get. I, I, I draw. I draw a picture of a okay. beautiful bride with this nice smile, reminiscing, reminiscent of this young lady. She has a beautiful smile, right? Okay. And then there's, there's the groom doing side by side, letting them look at each other, you know, before, you know. <laughs> and there's the, the honker, like, my got my schnoz there, you know. So it looks like me a little bit. Okay. So I'm trying to be subliminal a little bit with the nice smile and the, the hair. I did her hair do it, did my hair do it. It's a kind of eh, reminiscent of us, right? right? So I turn it over, show it to her, and we're playing Pictionary. She has to guess what the word is, right? So she looks at it. And after all this... All this stuff that we've gone through, especially the wine and all this stuff, a grand old time, having a nice time. She turns white. She turns ashen. And she just says, I gotta go. Said, what do you mean, gotta go? I gotta, we got, can you take me home? I gotta go. All right. Pay the bill, whatever. We go, we leave. She doesn't even guess what the what it is, right? I go home and I, and I, and I say, well, you know, good night and everything. Okay, fine. What, what was the problem? What was that? The, the word, by the way, was wedding. She goes, hey, I know. She's got tears in her eyes. She goes to the house, about to the house. I'm like, what is this all about? Uh, come to find out, she called me like three weeks later after that. We're back in school. She didn't talk to me since then. I don't know what it was. It wasn't the wine. Turns out the news that she wanted to tell me was that she was engaged. She had gotten engaged in college. Oh, and wow. turns out, three weeks later, she disengaged the fiance. And she told me it was because of that night. Because she had such a great night. It what? was so easygoing, so different. I was so different than the guy that she was fiance to. That she forgot how fun it could be. And that okay, was I'm going to get the... You keep saying fianced. I'm, I have to put that aside. <laughs> I, I, that's not the point of the story. Not the point, not the point. So... <laughs> So wait, so she was going to tell you after you spilled the wine that she was engaged, but she felt so bad about being engaged after hanging out with you that night that she broke off the engagement. Well, see, the picture, the picture of Pictionary was, you know, of a wedding and it, it just right. it ticked her. It got it just got to her. And yes, yeah, so cause she had such a great time, whatever, uh, that she she broke off the engagement. How do you like that? Oh, my so, God. A plus for me. Finally, I would say I won. Yeah. yeah, didn't see her again till the following June, when we went to the beach. <laughs> and you know those. Oh. <laughs> and how long was? We'll be back. I can't. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. I'll continue. Everything all is new again. <laughs> okay. You can't get there. I think I might cry. Hi. <laughs> Softy, the soft ice cream man. The creamiest, creamiest, softest cream you get from Mr. Softy. For refreshing delight to free, look for Mr. Softy. My milkshakes and my sundaes and my cones are such a treat. Listen for my store on wheels, ding-a-ling down the street. The creamiest, creamiest, softest cream you get from Mr. Softy. For refreshing delight to free, look for Mr. Softy. S-O-F-T-E-E. Uh, we're back. Everything old is new again. Talking all things old restaurants and things that uh, novelties that have long gone by. David Cohen, do you remember Mr. Softy? 
I don't have to remember it, Doug. They still come here in the city, in New York. Uh, there's a truck that pulls up on the corner. I just go downstairs, and during the summer, I have Mr. Softy at least once a week. Ah, you are so lucky. They, what, do they just park there so you can get Yeah, they'll, like, sit there for hours. Yeah. <sighs> you know what it's like here. You're in the pool. Oh, you have to chase around. them down in the I suburbs. Mean, are you kidding, man? You hear this. You hear it circling your, you know, your house kind of, right? But you don't know where he is. And then all of a sudden... Mr. Softy's coming. It's right. You hear it's real close. You run out of the pool. You dry off real quick. You got to find the wallet. You go and you and as you go out the front door, you see the fumes of the of the vehicle going by you. <laughs> uh, you know they just go so fast. I don't get it. And that's, so that's weird. That's strange that uh, they don't just stop. I literally hmm. have to get in the car with the kids and wow. chase. After I tell you, if there's something to get in the car and chase down, though, it is Mr. Softy, best soft ice cream in the world. All right, Still. before we get to there, are you feeling a little something from that last story? It's talking yeah, about Mr. Softy. Yeah. So, it sounds like you're a little so, upset. Um, <laughs> so she broke off her engagement because she had such a nice time with you and your picture of the the, the bride and the groom. groom and the bride yep. just basically said to her that maybe she's not marrying the right guy. Right. Correct. Ah, How about that? That's great. So this is really working in your favor now. Yeah, this is feeling, I'm feeling great about it. This is great. However, it's February, and there's March, and there's April, and there's May, and there's June, before we could possibly get back together of school. We're in different colleges. Oh, because you're still going to college. Yeah. So, so we you couldn't could, even do like a weekend thing or something in between? We tried that. That's another story. We did try that. Oh, yeah. Okay, to... so what happened next? So the next time you saw her, what? What? Go ahead. Well, I, you know, this, this is where if you go back to listen uh, to our beach shows, everything old is new again. You hear the second beach show and the story with our uh, friend Eddie Gage. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, so then that the next era. time you saw her was the summer, and you had that beach date. Right. That wasn't necessarily the first okay. time we saw each other, but it was in that time frame. So okay. I was struggling, you know, to. But she, at the point, at that point in time, you know, she had her, it just didn't work because she had, properly, because she had the four months, she thought of me as the greatest guy on the planet for four months and all that. Uh, but, of course, she was still at school for four months, and we know she has a wandering eye, so we know whatever happened there. And then we got back, it was still great, it was fine, I mean, but there wasn't that closeness that I would have expected because, hmm. you know, because it was four months, you know, we're young, dopey, you know. Anyway, so that's how that ends. So, <laughs> speaking, so, so possibly... I'm just saying, if you left school and went there to where she was and tried to make it work, maybe it would have worked. Yes. But that's a big, that's a big risk. You would have had to have left school and, yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, and uh, looking back, I don't know, because other things happened later. We finally did get together and stuff. We'll talk about that. So it may or may not have worked out. We'll Ultimately, just... might not have, in the long run, been worth it anyway. Right. Or it might have. There's a lot to talk about. Hmm. Lots of stuff there. I'll leave it at that. Well, let's go back to the... Were you crying when you... Did... <laughs> like, why did she hug you after you, you spilled the glass? Oh, I was, you know, me, I was, I was disgusted with myself. I was disgusted. Okay. I, was, I must have but looked forlorn. In order for her long. to come back and actually hug you, that she felt so sorry for you... I, I I thought maybe you started tearing up. Maybe got really emotional. Like what prompted? No, I just that? was really I was distraught. It was it was disturbing. It was and she okay. knew it. She could. I was just like if I could rip my shirt off, I would rip my shirt off right then and there. I was so angry at myself because like you know you you don't do that in life. You got stuff going really good for you, really good, 
and you do something idiotic and you go, what, <laughs> did, why, did what again. did I do? Why did I, huh? Especially when it's a mistake like that. It literally was a mistake. Right. I just, you know. It wasn't the invisible ink story. You weren't trying to pull a prank on her, right? Just careless, stupid, you know. Yeah. yeah. Care, you know, plus I had a glass of wine or two. Maybe I, maybe that had an effect, you know. And you just, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it is a fascinating thing that they kept on going. It was, if you, it, it's like the stock market, our relationship. You would see it go up and down, up and down for like seven years. Uh, there's no doubt. <laughs> you were good to a highs or a lows. It was crazy. And ultimately, you lost all your money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're talking about Mr. Softy, though. My brother loves Mr. Softy. What's the difference between Mr. Softy and, like, uh, what's the other one? Good humor. Well, Mr. Softy has the soft ice cream. Good humor doesn't have soft ice cream. All right. So, the, so, but does Mr. Softy have the hard ice cream or the ices also? Is it always just Softy? At Softy. Mr. Well, they Softy. have the prepackaged ice cream, if that's what you mean, the hard ice cream. But they don't make their own hard ice cream. They right. just make their own soft ice cream. So are there, I guess a better question is, is there any overlap between Good Humor and Mr. Softy where they both sell something the same or are they completely yeah, maybe different? Yeah, maybe like a prepackaged like ice cream sandwich for all I know. Okay. I don't know. So what's your favorite you know? thing to order then? At Mr. Softy? Yeah. Oh, the cones, the soft chocolate. Do you get the stuff cone. like Leo likes the stuff where they put the, like some hardening kind of Oh, yeah, yeah, you can put, top. like, the hardening chocolate yeah. stuff over it and sprinkles. And, yeah, you could put all kinds of stuff on so it. So what's your thing? No, I just I, – I go for the basic chocolate cone. Nothing on That's it. That's it. Because I love – the ice cream is so good, I don't, want to, I don't want to detract from the ice cream. See, I absolutely hate it because it's usually 90 degrees out, and that ice cream melts so fast. Oh, it melts fast. It melts over that, that cone. I really don't – I don't go for that. <laughs> The dripping of the cone everywhere. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of that. You might so. get it on someone's dress. Yeah. yeah exactly. So I'm more of a good humor Watch guy. Watch red and orange with a double stick that's twice as nice oh, to lick and lick. what is it? Oh, it's not banana split today. <laughs> it's a good humor orange and raspberry double stick. See? There you are. Two sticks, two different flavors. One side oh, is juicy raspberry, this? the other tangy orange. And they're made only from yeah. real fruit juice, so good humor double sticks are good for you, too. Oh, yeah, they're good. For, the fruit juice is good for you. There's not too much sugar <laughs> in there. Uh, I remember that one. You, you, it's like a stick, and you could, you could pop you them break them apart. apart. Yes. All right. That that's, was cool. That's good. That's a com- so that's, that's more of a prepackaged frozen okay. treat with good humor. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't melt as fast. All right, right. what about bungalow bar? Have you been to the Oh, seen that I remember one? bungalow bar. That was like a Mr. Softy. Yeah. It, it did have the soft? Bungalow oh, bar. You know what? I, I I actually don't remember. Maybe it was more like a good humor truck where everything was just pre prepackaged oh, like and frozen bar. already. So, but that would is that was that not like some of the greatest memories as a kid? You're playing in the, in the field, or whatever. You're playing baseball, and all of a sudden you hear that sound of what any the bungalow of these guys, bar truck. Yeah, yep. any of them coming. Absolutely. You were like, this was a home run. This yep. was uh, you couldn't you couldn't wait to run over there, right? Definitely. That was the greatest. My brother's in the hospital a little ways back, and what does he ask for? He wants a creamsicle. Creamsicles were big. He's yeah. for creamsicles in a hospital. He's going back. He wants a creamsicle. What? I, you know how hard they are to find now. They, it's, you know, they're not. I guess this stuff is not as popular as it used to be. It's not really good for you and all that, right? So creamsicle. I had to go like all over to find a creamsicle. Can you you buy any of that stuff at home anymore? No. No, no, not at home. But you know there are ice cream vendors or trucks around Central Park that sell refreshments and they have ice cream too, or ice cream trucks like 
like uh, Mr. Softy. Yeah, I, you know what? I occasionally see creamsicles, but no, not not as popular as they used to be. Well, the toasted almond. What about that one? Yeah, I remember that. That used yeah. to be a big hit. Yeah. And the eggclair, toasted whatever. Almond. Yeah, so all that stuff is all, I, I guess it does exist. It doesn't exist in the same. Probably not as abundant. Yeah. So, right. But you're a business softy guy. I didn't know that. Oh, it's just the best. All right, so there it is. Uh, we're running through all kind of different experiences here of different restaurants and things that exist and don't exist anymore. Bungalow Bar is gone, though, so we've got, you know, uh, here's the thing. The good humor guy by us now, you know what the new thing is? Uh, he gives you a card, and he says, if you want me, he's, uh, this card has like a, I don't know, a website on it, whatever you call it, and, and you can click on it, and it'll tell you where he is at any given time. So oh, that's you, good. That's you miss helpful. him, and you could press a button calling him. So, if, you know, like, we're looking for you in this neighborhood, whatever. Not a do you do idea. that? I haven't tried it yet. i got to try that this summer. Looking forward to it. Also, uh, kids' neighborhood, neighborhood parties now. You can call that guy, and the truck will pull up, right? That's a great for, idea. I don't know, 15 minutes, and, and everybody in the right. party, the, the 12-year-old party, whatever, gets their ice cream, and off they go. So that's not that's a bad a idea. idea. I no. remember we went to high school with a girl that uh, will remain nameless that – uh, met a gentleman in college that what he did for a living was an ice cream truck guy. And they later on got married on the back of the ice cream truck. Seriously? Yeah. Did I know these people? She was in the news for like one minute. Oh, okay. I know who you mean. <laughs> got married and the, at the back on the... Wait. I don't know how to describe it. They opened up the back and they, they, they stood on, on the... I should say this. Cute. They faced the, the, the back of the truck, and the priest or whatever it was, the officiant, uh, stood you know, on, on the truck, if that makes sense. Weird was the thing. priest dressed as Mr. Softy <laughs> with the big cone head? That's cute. That's all, I, cute. all I know is, I, yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. The problem is that relationship melted just like the ice cream at, uh, <laughs> at Mr. Softy. Oh, Sophie. man. <laughs> anyway. uh, we'll be back right at this. Everything else, <laughs> we can't continue more fun. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. You know why I come to Lum's Good Buddy? They grill the steaks just perfect. And the fish fry dinner is so tender and delicious. I love the juicy roast beef sandwich piled high with that thinly sliced roast beef. I like it when Mommy and Daddy take me to Wum's. The burgers are great. <laughs> You and your kids get a better choice when you choose Lums. You get a choice. You get a better choice when you choose Lums. That's why more families are coming to Lums. More for your money. Variety like great steaks, seafood dinners, deliciously different hamburgers. Lums has everything. Welcome back. Everything holds new again. That is Milton Berle. Who remembers him? Holy smokes. That was Milton Berle. I was like, why does that voice sound so familiar, you know? Milton Berle. Uh, if you couldn't tell... It was almost like a Bob and Ray. Like, he did all different characters there. Same exact voice. I guess. It was. It sounded very oh, strange. God, was that weird? He did. That, did he do a baby voice in yeah, there? I think. Yeah, that oh. was really weird. Nineteen seventy-six. Milton Berle promoting Lums, a restaurant we've talked about that cooked the uh, the hot dogs in the beer. Now we're talking about restaurants that are long gone by. I'm, I guarantee you, wherever you are, Iowa, Texas, California, wherever there are, is a Main Street by you. And if you ride by that Main Street right now, if you're old enough, you'll look at some place that's a Starbucks or a uh, shoe store or something or other, and it was a restaurant back in the day that you just 
if you really think back that as a kid, these wow, it was a novelty restaurant. Is what I'm trying to say that you really enjoyed. Do you remember those? Or, or no, David Cohen. That's where we're at here at this point. I do. I do. Now I remember Mr. B's. Bef- Mr. B's before, and this I can remember. I could remember this like it's yesterday. Mr. B's. We would go with Dad, and it was a, it had a drive-through. Not not a drive-through. It had a drive-up situation, like Sonic. You so you'd would, eat in the car. They would put yes. a tray out on, on the side of or your you car. Or you would take like it to go. You, you definitely could do that, but you would take it to go. But right. you would drive up. Got it. And you'd say, okay, whatever. And you'd order the, you know, Mr. B's burgers. Yeah, same stuff. Burgers and hot dogs. Okay. Hamburgers. French fries. And they had this. The, oh God, you remember, I don't remember if you remember this. They had the, Why are you whispering, by the way? This <laughs> is, is obviously we're, we're, we're listening to a very solemn moment. I'm losing yeah, my voice here. I got all kind of lossages for days. Like I got <laughs> my voice is changing on me. So we're there, <laughs> Dad, me, my brother, just the three of us. Don't tell your mother we came to Mr. B's. We're not allowed to tell. Why mother. is that? Because Dad was, you know, he had, you know, the Viviani punch, and he was, he was just like, listen, I'm trying to on a diet here, okay, but I, I can't see. go. I got I cannot go by Mr. B's without stopping in there. This is, that's why I'm it's whispering, funny. I guess. So don't tell your mom. <laughs> what do you want? So we get what, but the greatest thing on the planet, and they do this at Dairy Queen now, but Mr. B's invented it. You would get the vanilla, a chocolate, or strawberry milkshake, and they came out to the car without a top on it, turned it upside down, and said to you, if it comes out, your meal is free. And this, this uh, shake was so thick that it would not, pour out of the top as you turned it this shape. So they would over. hold it up? The me- I guess it was in a metal canister or something? No, they they would hold it up like, down. It, this is yours now. This is your plastic container. We're going to turn it over and show you that this is made so thick that we've prom- we've delivered what we've promised, the thick milkshake. So that was like, I, that was unbelievable. Now, That's great. A couple, like a year or two later, McDonald's is moving in. Mr. B sold out to McDonald's. So McDonald's comes in and they got the whole big event. It's like a, it's like a bank opening up, right? You got the the hand puppets of the McBurglar or whatever they call these guys, right? The McChicken guy and whatever. I don't even think they had chicken. They had all this stuff, you know. And they had <laughs> they had the character. They had to walk. <laughs> they had the, the guys walking around in these outfits. With yeah, the big, Hamburglar. With the, yeah, right. the, with the big Hamburglar. And the big Hamburger was walking around. The big Hamburger itself. Was walking around. You get what I'm saying? Oh. Like, remember that? It was a big ham. Anyway, so that was, believe it or not, the most memorable experience of our lives. We loved going there. We would get novelties, McDonald's, the whole thing. So when I eventually became a McDonald's chef, now you know from the Mr. B's to McDonald's why I was so proud of being a McDonald's chef. Because it used to be a Mr. B's? Yes. The same exact location. Did they did they just take over the restaurant, or did they renovate it? They renovated or... the whole thing, soup to nuts. Okay. They started off, and it was the sign was you know over umpteen million sold. You know, it didn't start with right. zero like at that location. It was like it already was like you know whatever. Over five sold. <laughs> Come but, on in. But it did change. It did change all the time. Two million sold, five million sold, whatever hamburgers. They sold. kept updating the signs. Right. Remember that? They don't do that anymore. Yeah. No, now it's just billions and billions, something like that. Something silly. 
Now, here's the idea. Carl Sagan thing. David Cohen's in New York City. There are restaurants, theme restaurants galore. I remember them all. There was Mickey Mantle's. Remember he owned a restaurant? Right across the Central Park? That was great. Mickey Mantle's owner, and he was there. It was terrible, but it was was cool that he owned a restaurant, and he had all the memorabilia up on the walls. And he was there all the time, sitting Mm. at the bar, drunk. Mm. Oh, God. (laughs) What else? Give me some places in New York City. There's Heckle and Jekyll or something. What, what, what do you got there? Well, Jekyll and Hyde was was pretty big. Um, what was that? You know, these places were kind of t- touristy, but you know, we went. We took we took our kid there. I uh, had a birthday party there at Jekyll. But and what Hyde. was it? Jekyll and Hyde was more or less like a Halloween kind really, of a thing. What was it? No, that I mean, it, it was. Um, how do I explain? It was like a restaurant in a haunted house. Right. And they would actually have live performances while you were sitting there of whatever. I can't remember what the performance was about, but I'm sure it had something to do with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And there would be character actors, and uh, they put on a show for you. What about that restaurant? What about the stage? Do you have the stage deli where people sing? You have that too, right? um, Not the stage deli. You might be thinking of a different deli that was near, near Broadway. They would hire, I think it was Ellen's Stardust Diner, and they would hire, of course, anyone working at these restaurants during the day were actors. Uh, but in this in this diner, you went in and, you know, every 10 minutes, the waitresses and waiters would get up on the tables and they would do some show tunes for you. So it turned into a whole a whole production. Really cool, though. I love that. I mean, that's yeah. the, the shtick of it all, right? Yeah. What about the and one, the Mars a, something, the Mars? There was like whatever. Mars 2090 or something. And they, they, the money that they spent on decorating these restaurants was unbelievable. If I remember I mean, the out, let me just this, interrupt you. The outs, just from yeah. outside looking at the outside of it, was just about the shape of a lost in space spaceship kind of, right? You had Maybe the one near you. See, and the city was a little different because it was, it was underground. Right. So there wasn't a lot outside. Okay. So they, they sort of built it like down below street level and what was inside But when you walked in it was just it was crazy man it was like you were walking and you walked through space it was just dark with stars all around you and they would bring you to your table and of course there are all these martian characters walking around and the kids loved it it was great it's i'm torn to talk to go one way or the other i was in vegas many times with the star trek convention and out of the uh Blue, you see this Quark's bar. If you know uh, Deep Space Nine, long story short, this bar is decorated is this a Star exact- Trek reference. Yes, exactly okay. as the Star Trek bar in Deep Space Nine. Exactly, and they've got some characters wow. walking around, and the drinks are all these bubbling and all this blue bubbling crazy cool. drinks and all that That's stuff. Cool. That was I, I'm, I just love that. So we miss. I don't see any of that anymore. You know, no. I remember no, going to the pig, the pig and whistle in Bayville. Remember this place? You don't know this one. The big and mm, big and whistle. Sounds familiar. What eat, was the theme? The theme is eat like a pig, and whistle, all the way home. <laughs> that was okay. That was, <laughs> and they lived and on. Did that. you? Did you do both when we, you went there? That place was fantastic. You know why my dad was whistling? I have a cocktail. Me- I mean, a menu here, and it has wines and liquors. Beside, I didn't realize. But at the time, Dad would get us like a hot dog, a hamburger, whatever. But he got either like, listen to these drinks now. Like, these are old school drinks. Either a Brandy Alexander, wow, a Jack Rose, a Gibson Martini, an yeah. Orange Blossom, an Old Fashioned, a Pink Lady. Let me think if there's any. A Grasshopper, a Rusty Nail. They're on the menu. 
a black yeah. Russian, a Harvey Wallbanger. Go to a restaurant mm, sure. or a bar now and order a Harvey Wallbanger. What are you going to get? You're already going to get thrown uh, out. You, you get you know, you get a bartender staring at you like a what? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm not going to give you the price of those from the 60s, and I know you hate that. I just think it's a kick, the idea that they had all of those drinks yeah. on the menu. Well, with that said, you know, there are places unique to Manhattan that are really, really old New York bars that have been around since, you know, the 1800s. And you go in there and the menu is just like it was years ago. See, they serve those kinds of drinks. And usually the bars are not like you have to know where they are because they don't really publicize them too much. But it's got the old fashioned leather seating and the lighting is looks just like it did like uh, 150, 200 years ago. Those places are really cool. I don't know if it's that's not really a theme. I think they just decided to keep the the look and most of the menu from from a long time ago. Uh, but it's kind of cool to feel like you're walking into a time warp, really. Yeah. I've told Leo about those. If you look up in any of these bars that Leo and I go into, my, my uh, nine-year-old, if you look up and you see accoutrement on the ceiling, that, that design on the ceiling, that sort of copperish, darkish, right. you know what I mean? That's yeah. an old-school bar, man, and you're going right. to enjoy it. I don't know why we couldn't have any more time to talk about this. Maybe we'll continue uh, another time talking about old-school restaurants. Uh, we had a great time talking with David Cohen, Douglas Viviani. Uh, we'll be back next week. Here's a hamburger choo-choo. Remember this? You get your hamburgers delivered to you on a train that came to you like a diner. Nice. Here it comes. Here goes my burger. Don't spill it. I'll be back next week. Everything old is new again. You've been listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's pop culture entertainment talk show. Find us on the web at everythingoldisnewagain.biz. That's .biz. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.